Is that a dong train coming, Mike McClure? Uh, it is. It's going to be coming for me tonight after I pick up another spot on the leaderboard in the Dong Chasers. Well, you can't actually get a Dong train tonight because you only have one in a row. Congratulations on your Dong Chasers win on Friday. I picked up my second. Three makes a Dong train, but we'll get more Dong Chasers information just a little bit later. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. This is your Sportsline DFS podcast talking DFS baseball Looking at the top stacks of the night, it's pretty simple, really. One of the best offenses in baseball, the Houston Astros, at home, possibly with the roof open, against Chris Tillman, implied for 5.7 runs. Any chance you fade the Astros against Chris Tillman tonight, Mike? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, you know, look, the Astros are going to be one of our top stacks pretty much every night that they play, unless they're facing an elite pitcher. Uh, but this is definitely a night where they are far and away the number one stack. Uh, it's really not close. I don't see any scenario where you have less than three Astros in pretty much every lineup tonight. The third highest implied total of the night, the Boston Red Sox 4.9 against the Miami Marlins. Nothing surprising at all by that. The second, though, may be a little bit surprising. Toronto Blue Jays implied for 5.4 runs going up against Reynaldo Lopez. And it's interesting to me because Lopez has been terrible in the major leagues, but he's still a pitching prospect. This one feels a little bit riskier. It feels a little bit more risky for sure. Um, you know, I think a lot of this is having to do with his issues with the home run ball, uh, especially the left-handed batters. Almost two home runs for nine innings so far in his major league career. Uh, so I think that some of that's where it's coming from with guy like Justin Smoke. Even Granderson's still got enough pop as a lefty there. Uh, so I do agree that the Blue Jays are one of the best stacks of the night. I just I do think that if you're looking to get at it from game theory perspective because the Blue Jays do strike out a lot. I could see a Blue Jays stack and then also a separate lineup with Lopez and fading the Blue Jays. And then if there's a if there's one that's not mentioned there that I'm really interested in, it is the Colorado Rockies stack because they are not at home. A lot of people stay away from them, especially if they're not at home or at Chase Field, which who knows what the humidor is doing there. They are in San Diego, but going up against Brian Mitchell, a bad right-handed pitcher, I think there could be also some value plays for the Rockies tonight. Yeah, the Rockies should definitely have some value. Um, again, I think that's another game kind of like Toronto. You could stack the Rockies, and I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to hate you for trying to pitch Brian Mitchell just because of the price point. Obviously, only on DraftKings, though, when you get to use two pitchers, but I, I do think the Rockies are pretty sneaky tonight. See, I think there's another Brian that might be a better value pitcher tonight, but we'll get to pitchers a little bit later. Now it's time for Mike's favorite segment, BVP, Will Myers. May or may not be in the lineup tonight. He's dealing with a little nagging injury, but he has a 1687 OPS in 14 plate appearances against Chad Bettis. Paul Goldschmidt, 1288 OPS, two dongs in 23 plate appearances against Hyunjin Ryu. Nick Markakis, there's an interesting one. 1118 OPS, three dongs in 32 plate appearances against Tanner Roark and Colby Rasmus, 12 48 OPS, one dong, and 15 plate appearances against the highest-priced pitcher on the slate, Charlie Morton. Well, I mean, I, I agree with some of them. My favorite that, you know, I don't think it's fair to put Paul Goldschmidt on a BVP list against a left-handed pitcher. I mean, he owns every left-handed pitcher. Fair enough. I think I, I, on the other side of this equation, a popular value outfielder will be Matt Joyce, leading off against a bad pitcher, Bartolo Colon. I, I'm sorry for calling him a bad pitcher. He has a 505 OPS and 19 plate appearances against Bartolo. 
George Springer, maybe more about him later, 494 OPS in 17 plate appearances against Chris Tillman. Chris Owings is one for 11 with three strikeouts against Ryu. And Kurt Suzuki, likely back from a short injury himself, one for 10 with five strikeouts against Tanner Roark. Wow. Uh, yeah, the Springer one is definitely interesting. I say we may talk about him later because we're going to talk about him right now. It's time for your Dong Train standings. I lead 58-25 is my score. That means nothing to you, but just know it's a very complex scoring system. Adam Azer in second. He also picked up a Dong with 2,900. Mike has 2,400. Chris Towers, Scott White still not on the board. Reminder, you can play Dong Chasers with us on Twitter. I'm at... Heath Cummings, SR, at Heath Cummings Sr. Mike is at Mike5754. I get the first pick. I'm going for the dong train. You can't get cute when you got a dong train on the line. I will take Carlos Correa going against Chris Tillman. Adam gets the second choice because his dong on Friday was cheaper than yours. And he is going with Matt Olson, another nice value. Mike, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to ignore the BVP that you just provided us with, and big I'm going to take George Springer against Chris Tillman. That's a big mistake, Mike. Chris Tillman owns George Springer. Okay, so I have got Correa. Adam has got Olsen. You have got Springer. I think you could pretty reasonably put all three of those in the same lineup and fit those in. Just looking at the pricing on that, Correa is 4900 Springer on DraftKings, I believe, is the most expensive Astro at 5200 but we'll go ahead and lock him in. And then at first base, Matt Olson. Now, if this works out like it did on Friday, you're going to have three dongs in your lineup just from our dong chasers picks. That's a good way to start. That is a really good way to start. And I, I'm very confident in our picks tonight. And I do think that you can get all three of these guys in lineups. And these are three guys that are going to be in my core. So I'm very excited about these three tonight. Not much in terms of whether the New York Mets game has been snowed or colded out. Uh, the Yankees as well, but they weren't on the slate anyway, so no chance to fade Matt Harvey or try to stack against him. Let's talk about the top pitchers on the slate tonight. Charlie Morton, the most expensive pitcher on both sites, a lot cheaper on FanDuel, but that's just because the most expensive cheaper pitcher is generally a lot cheaper, but just 8500 Is he the autoplay on FanDuel? Yeah, Morton is definitely the autoplay on FanDuel, um, you know, especially in cash games. I, I don't think there's any reason to get cute there. Um, you know, the only unfortunate part is you can only play four Astros total, so you do limit yourself to only three hitters from Houston when you do this. Uh, but I think it's the way to go. I think you're going to max it out with Morton for sure as your starting pitcher on FanDuel. So if we start with Morton, Olsen, Correa, and Springer, We've got 29.60 remaining per player on FanDuel. I, I think we can absolutely make that work because there are some value plays tonight that I am really liking. Uh, second highest priced pitcher on DraftKings is Clevenger, and he's got some things in common with Charlie Morton. Specifically, last year was really the first time he's ever been good. He's 10-4 on DraftKings going up against the Angels on the road. I don't imagine I will play him on DraftKings, but on FanDuel where he's just 7,700 and he's the fourth most expensive pitcher, I'll probably have a chunk of Clevenger there. Yeah, I think Clevenger makes a lot of sense as a GPP pivot or just, you know, in general other than Morton. Uh, on DraftKings, though, I think, you know, you're obviously not going to be paying up for both of them tonight with, with the elite hitting that we have. So if I'm going to pay up at all, I think it's definitely going to be with Charlie Morton here. I, I can't pay 10-4 
for Clevenger. So I, I think Morton over Clevenger there, and Clevenger, again, FanDuel only for me. Now, looking at the cheaper pitchers, I think my favorite cheap pitcher, it, it would be Sean Newcomb if he wasn't going up against the Nationals in his home park, but I, I don't like that situation. I think it's Brian Johnson. Johnson's never really been a very good major league pitcher. He's dominated in the minors. Had a very good spring, though. He's just 5,700 on FanDuel, 6,900 on DraftKings. Gets to go pitch in Miami, which is a, uh, it's a, that's a positive for a pitcher, especially with their lineup. Yeah, no, it's definitely a positive. Uh, when you factor in, you know, that ballpark and the lineup, I mean, that's, in my opinion, at this point in the season, that's a top five pitching environment, if not top three in all of Major League Baseball right now. So the, I do agree that Brian Johnson's probably, I'm not going to say he's a must play because it's really difficult to have a must play on this slate, you know, the way the pricing is. But he's going to be in my core on my DraftKings lineups for sure, just because the price point really allows me to pay up for guys like Correa, Springer, and Olsen, who we have as our Dong Chasers picks. So we're starting with Morton and Johnson on DraftKings. Who are you looking at at starting pitcher besides those when you want to differentiate? Uh, I mean, when I want to differentiate, I do think, you know, we mentioned Sean Newcomb. I think that, you know, while it is a tough matchup against the Nationals, I do think that he's still is going to be fine in this game. I mean, you know, he's not going to score 35 fantasy points here, but I bet he'll get 15 to 20, which might be enough on the slate if you get the hitters right. Um, you know, it's pretty ugly on, on the pitching front. Um, you know, I, Andrew Triggs is another guy that is interesting to me. He's, in my opinion, very talented. You know, obviously the Rangers lineup isn't fun to face, but pitching in Oakland at the Coliseum, it's one of the best environments. Weather's still really cool out there right now. Uh, so it's a good environment for Andrew Triggs. He's probably someone that I'd be looking to pair with Johnson and then literally just stack every expensive bat that I would want. So no big, sexy Bartolo Colon for you against the Oakland Athletics? Uh, no, I will have five Oakland Athletics in a lineup before I will have Bartolo Colon in a lineup. And you can do that on DraftKings. It's actually illegal on FanDuel. That would be a bad strategy. Let's talk about catcher. My favorite catcher on the slate is Wellington Castillo. He has absolutely crushed lefties over his career. He was good against him again last year. He's going up against Jaime Garcia in a very good hitting, hitting environment in Toronto. 3,400 on DraftKings. I'm probably just going to play a first baseman on FanDuel, so I don't imagine I'll use him over there. But on DraftKings, Castillo is the guy I want to use. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Castillo, 3,400. I, I like it there a lot. If for some reason we're not comfortable with where he is in the lineup, I have no issue going up and grabbing one of the Houston players, whether that's going to be Brian McCann or Evan Gaddis, uh, because Gaddis is the most expensive catcher, and he's still 3,900. Uh, depending on, you know, what we get with some of the other value plays, I do think that they're both within reason. Uh, so for me, but I do agree, Castillo's probably number one, and then it's going to be whoever you want for Houston is number two. And I don't really see a cheap catcher that I'm going to play. Max Stassi has actually played in two of the four Astros games, and if for some reason he was in the lineup and decided to catch him and put McCann at DH and sit Gaddis tonight, then I could see at 2,500 on DraftKings taking a shot on Stassi, but I, I don't see a lot of value catchers I want to play. Yeah, I mean, to, to your point there, I think that if that happened and Stassi was in the lineup, I think for me, he just the strategy that I like to use over here on DraftKings on these kind of slates, he would be a must play for me, just saving that much money at that position. Uh, I, I don't believe that the delta between Stassi and Castillo in a one-game environment is uh, is that large. So I think that I'd rather have the $900 at every other position. Now, there is a value play at first base that I like, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this. I know Adam picked Matt Olson, and thankfully we can play Matt Olson 
with this player because it, we got some multi-eligibility that we can work around on FanDuel. But the Colorado Rockies, for some reason, Ryan McMahon made the opening day roster. He is one of their top hitting prospects. And they've not started him three games in a row. And that's not smart at all. Like If you don't want to play him regularly, just leave him in the minor leagues and let him develop. But McMahon, because he hasn't played, is 2200 on FanDuel. He's $3,000 on DraftKings. Going to have a matchup against Brian Mitchell, one of the worst pitchers on the slate. Ian Desmond left their last game with a sore knee. If McMahon is in the lineup, do you have interest in playing him tonight? Uh, yes, I do. And I, I do anticipate him playing tonight. I think he's probably going to hit, you know, maybe sixth, seventh in the lineup. But I, you know, with him on the road, especially you're guaranteed that ninth inning at bat. So it's, I'm not too worried about someone hitting seventh, especially at that price point. Uh, you know, look, if you're going to play Charlie Morton on DraftKings and we're going to get Springer and Correa in there, we're definitely going to need that value. Uh, and I do think that he represents one of the better values of the, you know, on the night here. So I will definitely be using him if he's in the lineup. And I have no idea why, but on DraftKings, McMahon is second base eligible as well as first. He's never playing second base, but he's $3,000 at second base. I think I like him quite a bit there as well. Uh, yeah, no, I, getting him at second base is, uh, is a really nice thing here because, you know, we'll get to second base in a minute, but. It's going to be difficult to pay up for Altuve, Correa, Springer, and Charlie Morton in the lineup. So we are probably going to look for value at second base. Okay, so we've got Matt Olson, We've got Ryan McMahon. I, I assume that you would like to have a lot of Paul Goldschmidt tonight as well. Uh, I will have some Paul Goldschmidt. I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm prioritizing him yet, uh, just because I, I do like uh, Adam's dong chaser pick quite a bit with Matt Olson. Uh, I really want to pick on Bartolo Colon when I can. Um, but yeah, I'm still interested in Goldschmidt. Obviously, like he's definitely a top three hitter overall on the slate it's just a matter of is it the best use of funds at the position okay let's go over to second base where it's quite clearly jose altuve against chris tillman and then everyone else altuve eleven hundred dollars more expensive than the next closest second baseman on FanDuel on DraftKings. he's only 300 more than jose ramirez but still he's the class of the slate I'm probably not going to play him, though, unless I just go with super cheap pitchers and I'm able to get four Astros in. Yeah, that's the, uh, you know, the, it's going to be a contrarian strategy probably to to be able to get him in. I just, I don't see many people playing him in so because there's such value at second base. Like, we haven't mentioned the Blue Jays value, and we do think the Blue Jays are going to be one of the top stacks of the night. Uh, you got Devin Travis and Solarte, either one or both could be in the lineup here. Uh, Solarte is only 2,900 and also shortstop eligible in addition to second base. And Travis at 3,200, the likely going to be the leadoff hitter in the lineup again tonight. Uh, it's going to be hard to ignore him at 3,200 at second base on DraftKings. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and plug Devin Travis at 2,400 into our FanDuel lineup because we needed some salary relief there. I'm going to leave McMahon for now at second. and We'll see if we need that extra $600 or, or actually he's more expensive than McMahon on DraftKings, right? Uh, Devin Travis is $200 more on DraftKings. Yeah, I, th- I, 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 in the tournament world, I, I definitely like McMahon more. Travis would be a better cash game play in that situation. Anybody else you like at second base? Uh, not at this point. I think it's pretty clearly, uh, Altuve or the, the three value guys that we just mentioned being, you know, looking for the Blue Jays value since we think they're a good stack. Let's go over to third base then. Josh Donaldson. Good matchup against Lopez. He will be a popular play, I expect. He's $700 less than Nolan Arenado. 
Which way are you? Is Alex Bregman 3,200 actually fairly cheap? He'll probably hit fifth tonight for the Astros. Which Astro are you leaning towards? Um, it, yeah, third base, it's going to be Alex Bregman for me on FanDuel because of the price difference from him to Donaldson. Uh, if you move over to DraftKings, I think you prefer Donaldson. He's $200 less. Uh, but another guy that we really haven't mentioned much at all this season, uh, I also like Matt Chapman from the Oakland A's. I just I want to pick on Bartolo Colon as much as I can. I think he'll be probably a relatively contrarian option just because Bregman and Donaldson are going to stand out so heavily at, at the third base position. So I, I do think Chapman's a good tournament play. Well, that leads us into our first dilemma because over on FanDuel can only play four Astros. We've got Correa, Springer, and Morton locked in. Bregman at 3,200, I think he's a great value on FanDuel. I like the idea of playing him. The only thing I don't like is it means that we cannot play Josh Reddick in the outfield at 2,700. Are you prioritizing Bregman over Reddick? Uh, not at this point because, you know, the thing that happens when we get a right-handed pitcher on the mound and you give Josh Reddick the platoon advantage, uh, at this point in the season, I expect the Astros to have him bat second. And there's just, you know, in my opinion, there's no way that we can prioritize Bregman over that. So. I agree completely, especially on FanDuel and on DraftKings. We'll probably have Reddick in the lineup as well. Let's talk about shortstop. You want to play Carlos Correa. He's 4200 He's $400 less than Trey Turner on FanDuel. That's kind of ridiculous, especially with Turner settling into the sixth hole now. So I'm going to play Correa on both sides. But let's say somebody wants to get cute. Somebody wants to stack Astros without Correa, which is a fine contrarian option. Who else do you like at shortstop tonight? Um, I think that, again, keeping with the theme of the A's, I think Marcus Simeon's probably going to be one of the better contrarian plays uh, because, you know, you see a guy like Corey Seager down there, Francisco Lindor, Xander Bogarts, Machado, Trey Turner. Like, this is the deepest slate ever at shortstop for only eight games on the slate. Like, every good shortstop in baseball right now is on this slate. Uh, so I don't, I don't think anyone's going to pay for Marcus Simeon, and I, I like Marcus Simeon in tournaments here. If you want to punt shortstop, and I, it'll depend on where he hits in the order as to how good of a value he is, but I think there's a really good opportunity for Cattell Marte. He has hit fifth, second, and sixth. But if he's hitting second tonight in this game, and it was a, I guess a bad, like we haven't talked much about how bad Chad Bettis is, but he's not a good starting pitcher. No, definitely not a good starting pitcher. I, I do think that that's another good option uh, at shortstop. Um, really, it just shows you how many options there are. This position is absolutely loaded tonight. Okay, so we get to outfield, and we get to Mike Trout, and we get to Bryce Harper, and we get to Charlie Blackman, J.D. Martinez, George Springer. Is Springer your number one hitter of the night, or number one outfielder at least? Uh, yeah, it's very, I mean, it's really, really close between Springer and Mike Trout and my model, um, you know, and I'm you know, it gets annoying as a listener probably to hear this, but Mike Trout is really good at baseball. Mike Trout is always going to be one of the top five hitters on pretty much every single slate, unless he's facing Clayton Kershaw. Uh, and even then, he still might be. But I'm not playing Mike Trout tonight. I like the scoring environment a lot better for Springer. I like the price point better. We just got news that the roof will be open in Houston tonight when yes. it's going 14 miles per hour as well. Uh, so Springer, number one in the model at the outfield position. There's a guy that we're probably not going to put into our lineup or we might put him in and just move things around from there. But Mookie Betts seems severely underpriced. Going up against a bad pitcher, going up against the Marlins, he's just 3,900 leading off for the Red Sox with the third highest implied total of the night on FanDuel. 
over on DraftKings, 4,400, which is maybe even a better deal relative to what some of the other prices are. I want to have some Mookie Betts in my life tonight. Yeah, I, I like Mookie Betts a lot tonight. Uh, he's, he ranks very well for me here. And, you know, I do think it's going to be relatively contrarian. I don't think people are going to look at the run scoring environment in Miami. I mean, you know, like you said, it's not a great pitcher, but typically we think of Marlins Park as a more neutral or a very, even a pitcher friendly environment. Uh, so it's not really going to stand out much on this slate, but I do like Mookie Betts. I will have Mookie Betts in some of my lineups, maybe even my cash game lineup on FanDuel. A very nice cash game play with how often he gets on base and the fact that he can help you with home runs, he can help you with stolen bases, he's going to get on base, and he's probably going to score runs tonight. So I like Mookie a lot in that situation. We have, honestly, too much money on FanDuel to play him and maybe too little on DraftKings. It's just the way we've constructed these lineups. We haven't talked about Bryce Harper at all. He's $5,000. Is he a total fade against Sean Newcomb, or does that make him a better tournament play because people will? Uh, I mean, I think it makes him a pretty good tournament play. Um, the only issue that I have with him as a tournament play is if this was a slate where it was really just Mike Trout or Bryce Harper, and Mike Trout was in such an obvious great spot, then it would make sense to pivot to Bryce Harper. The issue is, is on this slate you have George Springer, Mookie Betts, you know, all of these guys here, I just, this, the chance that these guys all bust and Harper hits two home runs is pretty low in these individual matchups. Uh, so I'm probably just going to end up fading Harper all around. Uh, but, you know, same disclaimer that I made with Mike Trout. Bryce Harper is still very good at baseball and you can play him in every single matchup that exists and you shouldn't feel bad about doing that. Charlie Blackman, $300 less than Harper on DraftKings, 500 less on FanDuel. Again, against a bad right-handed pitcher. Again, I think his ownership will be down because of the way outfield is constructed tonight and because of the fact the Rockies are on the road. But Blackman has been awesome the first three games of the year, and I expect that to continue. Yeah, I mean, look, Blackman is pretty similar to uh, Mookie Betts for me. Um, you know, probably someone I'm actually going to prefer more in a cash game than a tournament. Uh, I just think he's super safe. He's going to get on base. He's going to do his thing. Uh, I like him a lot tonight. And, you know, to the point we just mentioned, I actually – prefer him to Bryce Harper as crazy as that sounds so I think we've got some some changing around to do on FanDuel our lineup so far on FanDuel Charlie Morton Matt Olson Devin Travis Matt Chapman Carlos Correa George Springer Josh Reddick and Ryan McMahon at utility we have 4,800 remaining here are the options because I I don't mind just plugging Charlie Blackman in and calling that a good lineup or you can plug in Mookie Betts and you can play a $3,100 utility over Ryan McMahon. Which of those things do you prefer? Um, I probably am going to end up preferring to plug in uh, Mookie Betts. And, you know, this is going to turn into a little bit of an Oakland stack, but I really don't think anyone's going to play Marcus Simeon. Um, you know, but... Looking at it the other way, if you just plug in Blackman, it kind of gets you a little mini Rocky stack. My only issue with that is uh, McMahon and Blackman don't really hit close enough in the order to each other to really get the benefit of stacking them up. Where if we take Olsen, Chapman, and Simeon, uh, we've got a little higher probability of taking advantage of stacking up those teammates. So we've got Morton, Olsen, Travis, Chapman, Correa, Springer, Reddick, Betts, and Simeon. There's a lot of upside in that lineup. I'm afraid the ownership may be a little too high, but I, I do think that Betts and Simeon give you, and probably even Chapman, give you a little bit of reprieve from uh, having too much chalk. Yeah, I think it does. You know, look, 
you know, at pitcher, we're going to be extremely chalky. Carlos Correa, George Springer, everyone's going to own them. Uh, I don't really recommend fading them in the spot, but we do have enough differentiation there with getting Simeon and Correa in there. Like very few people are going to play Simeon in the utility spot tonight. On DraftKings, we've got Charlie Morton and Brian Johnson. Wellington Castillo's the catcher. Matt Olson at first base. Ryan McMahon at second. Josh Donaldson at third. Carlos Correa at short. George Springer in the outfield. We have two outfield positions left. 36.50 remaining for those two spots. Is there a bargain outfielder that we've not talked about yet that you'd like to plug in there so we can get another good outfielder in? Um, I mean, we've talked about him. We just haven't talked about him over here. I mean, I don't think it gets much better than Josh Reddick at 3,300. Uh, you know, it's if, if you want to have a little differentiation, other than that, it's going to be Curtis Granderson for me. Uh, you know, I mentioned Lopez struggling with power to left-handed hitters and giving up home runs. Uh, Toronto isn't exactly an easy place to pitch, so I do think Granderson and Josh Reddick are 1A and 1B for this spot. And I believe that leaves us right at $4,000 or just a little bit below for our final outfield spot. And I think a guy that almost nobody's going to play tonight is Andrew Benintendi. I still believe in Benintendi's talent. I still expect him to hit right behind Betts at the top of the order. And if it's that's the case, there's a ton of upside tonight for him. Oh, there's a ton of upside for him tonight. Uh, you know, I really like his skill set here in this matchup. And frankly, I don't anticipate him being more than 4 to 5% owned at max uh, just because of you know, it's very clear here on DraftKings, like I just mentioned, Josh Reddick and Curtis Granderson. If you wanted to play Morton and pay up a pitcher, you can still find the value guys there. I don't think anyone's going to pay in that $4,000 range when you can just reach up for Springer and some of those other guys. So I like Benintendi a lot here. Uh, definitely single-digit ownership. So on DraftKings, we've got Charlie Morton and Brian Johnson, Wellington Castillo and Matt Olson, Ryan McMahon and Josh Donaldson, Carlos Correa, George Springer, Josh Reddick, Andrew Benintendi. Mike, can I get you to make the train so- noise tomorrow if I get the dong train tonight? I-, I promise that I will make the train noise if you complete the dong train tonight, yes. And now you have a reason to tune in tomorrow, besides the fact that you just want to make money. As always, I want to remind people, these are our lineups for the Sportsline DFS podcast at 1.44 p.m. Eastern. There is a chance that there will be some crazy lineups that come out tonight. There's a chance that there's some thunderstorms that pop up tonight. As always, you need to go to sportsline.com. You need to check out Mike's optimal lineup. If you don't have a subscription yet, it's DFS Podcast. We'll get you in the door for $1 for the first month, and you will easily make that money back tonight. We are going to catch some dogs. We'll talk to you again Tuesday.